So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically do Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Tuesday night edition of the People's Talk Show. Uh, looking forward to connecting as always, man. It was a very interesting day to say the least. Um, a lot of, I see a lot of headlines, you know, stock market crash. Oh, you know, woo, woo, all that, you know. I'm like, man, just, it's, it's literally just tremors. Nothing, nothing has happened what, at all, man. That's the part that's amazing. But yeah, I understand for the sake of, um, you know, trying to get a people's trying to get people's attention. You got to hype things up. But, you know, in total, one point six trillion is literally pennies of what was reallocated today uh, into the hands of people who uh, are betting against this current time frame we're in. But uh, we still have a long way to go before things really hit the fan. So we're going to talk about that as well as a couple other subjects. So hope everyone is doing well. Let me make sure my audio is going well. I want to welcome any first-time viewers to the community. Welcome. Let me know where you're watching from. And then when the phone lines open up, we'd love to hear from you guys directly and uh, get your thoughts on whatever came across your radar today. But if you have not, as of yet, make sure you hit that uh, bell notification. So hopefully you are uh, able to be notified when we go live. And also connect with RTD on these uh, uh, social media platforms here. You can find the link to all these here in the video description as well, so that you can always stay connected with the community and definitely make sure you uh, join us on telegram, share articles, videos, all your favorite content creator stuff there. So we can all stay educated. So, all right. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, let me know what, where you're watching from. I'll do a quick little shout out. Welcome everybody to the community, go through some headlines, lay out some stats some facts. But once again, I want to keep it relatively uh, positive just because as I mentioned before, nothing's really occurring um, overall. We're right where we're supposed to be in regards to this alleged attempt to fight inflation and the fact that they're well behind the curve. There's still that gap between the actual rates of inflation of 8.3 that we're told and the current Fed funds rate, which is two and a quarter ish or 275 ish. And so as of next week, we're going to be at three and a quarter, three and a half. So that's we still got a long way to go to close that gap. And the closer they attempt to close that gap from their stated CPI figures to the Fed funds rate. The more pain and the and the the, the stronger the tremors will grow in reference to the uh, uh, assets that people use as a measurement of their net worth. So anyway, let me check in real quick and I'll stop ranting, do a little maintenance on my side, do a little homework, and then we'll plug in. Uh, we got Dwayne Clark. Appreciate you, man. Let me actually just put some people on the screen here. We got Dwayne Clark here. It says labor as commodity looks different to every employer on the days like this. Worker produces less and demand even more tomorrow morning. No doubt. And on top of that, uh, earnings a as a result of this extreme market volatility that definitely impacts earnings because it's unfortunate that companies nowadays based upon all that buyback stuff that they've been allowed to do for the last uh, QE timeframe uh, really reflects in stock price, therefore profitability of companies and things of that nature. So puts more pressure on the board to have to make some tough decisions in regards to 
the amount of investing investing they're willing to do in a company. And that has to do with, of course, labor. So good point there, man. We got Timothy checking. It says, be humble, be glad. We still have time. A hundred percent. I'm right there with you. LBP said, wow, invested a thousand and got 10,000. How? <laughs> we got Jay checking in. Uh, tease these bots, LBP. Uh, let me see. Yeah, so I, I caught I caught that and I tried to delete that. Uh, it says, I'm on the phone right now with uh, Davo Crypto. And he said to meet him behind the Home Depot with cash. Uh yeah, not quite sure who that person is, but uh, any more any more of those little unnecessary comments, and I'll have to put you on pause. Uh, all right, what else we got here? I see uh, Solo. We got uh, Tony checking in. We got Dwayne Clark checking in as well. JoJo. We got Karen from Indiana in the building. Uh, what else we got here? Renee Montenegro said the epic crash is days away as the Fed will be raising rates to one base, 100 basis points. Uh, so Sorry. Um, Renee, that's interesting. So I did see that uh, uh, odds are 68% or so that they'll try to do a full point. But uh, yeah, it will, it, will, it will be just more red, it'll signal more red. But I want to point to also that, you know, the way that we've been taught to view evaluation of, I guess, the Dow SP 500 as the primary focal points for the condition of our economy is, is not, it's very, it's very, you know, very small because in total, Total market cap for all stocks, or predominantly the top 500, is 48 or so trillion. And as of today, with just a short 4%, 5%, give or take, uh, that was shedded off the markets, that's only 1.6. So we still have a, you know, so we still have a long way to go before we reach the rock bottom uh, of what the actual fair market minus all global monetary manipulation in the system what those numbers will look like i have my projections or whatever but anyway it goes not it's not comfortable it's not pretty i'm not here trying to you know laugh make fun of this but it's one of the things where we're witnessing in real time how if you can't insure your assets in the form of stocks then you've got to ask yourself is that investing or is that gambling and that's why i think coming up in this next time frame a lot of people will realize the dangers of having a weaponized economy against the people but it's it's a part of the process man and anyway uh, unless the fed decides to pivot which as i said before don't expect that okay uh let me see i'm still ranting a little bit let me go check in we got carlos checking in as well uh which is works as i meant if i didn't say that we got ed checking in uh we got jacqueline checking in as well thank you for your insight appreciate you for blessing us with your presence will smith Okay, we got Bama J checking in as well. Uh, persistence over resistance in the building. All right, so fair amount of people here. As always, man, appreciate you. If you haven't hit that thumbs up button, uh, let's walk through a little bit of something real quick and then also have to do a uh, quick little timeout for the uh, sponsorship. Got to make sure I give my people some some love for being a blessing to the community. And also, I'm hearing that a lot of people are taking advantage of these opportunities. So that's definitely a good thing for the community. Uh, while there's time and while those dollars still spend. So uh, always a good thing. Okay, so let me just uh, jump right into the nitty gritty. So we got figures out today and uh, won't be long today. So I will definitely want to open up the mic so I can hear from you guys. But uh, we got some CPI information. So CPI, U.S. city average, uh, you know, 8.3%. Uh, once again, it was 8.5 last month. So based upon the what they're trying to sell us on, uh, it could be 8.1 next month and they could 8.1, 7.9, whatever, while all along, in the streets, when you go to the store, you're not paying nowhere near that that premium 
on the uh, sticker price or, or of the goods you actually need and use. And so 8.3 is what they're telling us. We all know, as always, close to double that. You'll be re- realistic. We got CPI, uh, all items minus minus food and energy. Oh, who needs food and energy? Not quite sure. 6.3%. Even it's up, you know, say almost a point. So uh, nothing new there. But I think what caught a lot of people's attention today happens to be uh, this little visual aid right here. When you see all that red out there, I'm sure it definitely concerns a lot of people, especially the people who are not in tune and aware of what's going on out here and the severity of this current restructuring of our monetary system, which I've been talking about for several years now. It's underway. But yet just today's activity, it, it's, it's, it's as I said before, it's peanuts in comparison to uh, how things might end up in the very end of this. But uh, we see a lot of red here. And of course, this is all temporary. Tomorrow we might be in the green. So just bring it to your attention how it definitely, when you see all that red, it gets people's attention. Then here we got the crypto space and uh, Bitcoin uh, down 8.6 today. And of course, a lot of people flee into stable coins to protect themselves. This has completely become a gambling ring in and of itself. But then on the flip side of that, uh, with the markets being down 5 to 4%, on average, silver was only down 2.75 from its high. Of course, we see the slam down right when those uh, CPI figures come out and the Crimex opens up, boom, it drops down, but it ultimately recovers back. And then we're down uh, a point uh, for silver today. So not bad all in all. So ultimately speaking, gold and silver outperformed all asset classes <laughs> at the end of the day. But once again, those two items in particular, are they, they, are, they are the standard for true wealth valuation in terms of purchasing power in the long run. So you guys know that. So nothing new here. All right, let's jump into a little bit of some figures here. It says Dow S&P found NASDAQ have a worst day of the year after August CPI inflation report. And so a total of 1,276 points off the Dow, which only makes up, I think, 27 or so companies. Boo-hoo. S&P shaved 178 points at 4.3%. That's a much bigger viewpoint, about less than 500 or so companies. Then uh, we had the NASDAQ uh, shed at 603,333 to 5.2. Okay, cool. And so, uh, whatever, I'll spare you that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll spare you guys this. So let, let's, so when, when we talk about the, the primary focal points for the mainstream media, they use Dow Jones, S&P 500, NASDAQ. Okay, cool. That's, that comprises of the more, the bigger companies that ultimately, uh, the FANG stocks are the most important because those are the ones that the, uh, mainstream media and the lamestream economists love to use as gauges for the health of the, uh, economy, unfortunately. But what I like to pay attention to is the Wilshire 5000, just because it's a much broader viewpoint of where we're at in reference to all publicly traded companies, the small and the big. So as I said before, this is what I prefer to look at. There's 3,660 companies, which makes up the total list of publicly traded companies in this country. And so that gives us the Wilshire 5000. And so as you guys can see here, I kind of zoomed out a little bit just to show you where we're at. So we had the lockdown time frame. It got down to 23,000 and how they measure it is a little bit different. But but it peaked when everything peaked. It peaked at 48,868. 
and that's the total valuation of all 36,000 or 3,600 companies. And right now we're at 39,000, which today was 4.26. So that's on average, you know, good average for the total equity markets today. But yet, like I said before, until we see. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-patrollable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Something systemic. Everything in a short term is just tremors. It's just short vibrations in the market based upon whatever the Fed says or whatever happens in Europe or something like that. It's, it's, it's minor. It's not until something completely breaks or they just or they lose control for some unforeseen event, then people should really be concerned. And at the end of the day, as I've always said, and we have a lot of contrarians out there who also feel the same way, 80, 90 percent at the very peak of what we should expect. If if things crash the way that more than likely history has always shown, they do barring some type of pivot. And so here is just the peak of the dot com was at 14,000. The bottom of the crash was 8,000. Then we had the subprime mortgage side, 15,000. The the crash, the peak, the bottom of the housing crash got down to 6,000. So we got 7,000, 6,000. And since then, it's been QE to infinity, peaked at 48, like I said. And right now it's at 39. So like I said before, until we see some type of systemic event, which could take us beneath this lowest point, which was that 7,000. So say 6,000 or so could be the very bottom. And well before then, that's when people should really, 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 really be concerned uh, if you're still in a, in, a, in a system gambling at that point. So, but we will see. Um, let's keep it moving. So let me uh, share another thing with you. On the flip side of this, uh, a lot of people are concerned, of course, when you look and you see all that red. But then on the opposite spectrum, there's a lot of people also looking to profit heavily off of this activity. So here is something I came across that I thought I would share with you on the uh, record amount of put options out there by the institution. So even the institutions, the same people that are part of the problem, they're also making money off these dips. So today, markets dropped 4 or 5%. You better believe somebody got paid on the flip side of that trade. So it says institutions bought a record amount of hedges. And so this was uh, from a couple of days ago, but it's still relative because those trades are still on. But institutional trader net speculative option premiums. And so here we have history from 2000. We got the we got uh, here's the here's the, the to show you that graph. Here we got the kind of the bottom of the dot com crash. We got the. Uh, subprime subprime lending area. We got the little blip from 1516. And so we got the lockdown 
of 2020-ish. But here we are way down here at the bottom. It says last week's panic hedging was three times more extreme than 2008. So it says the person here, Nino, whoever says institutions that bought a record amount of put options recently. This is three times more than 2008. Quite uh, mind blowing. He says max fear when this amount of hedging is taking place. Things will get interesting in the coming months. So there's a lot of people out there excited about this time because they're in a position to profit off of this. So it goes hand in hand. Anyway, uh, what else we got here? Let me keep it moving. Um, and so some some other topics that caught my attention that is worth uh, talking about as well. But before I move into some other topics, and we open up the phone lines. Let me do a little maintenance on my side here by reminding perhaps any newbies of opportunities with uh, RTD sponsors. So we got Boya Max as well as for Patriots uh, Food. So stick right there and uh, let me share this with you and then we'll jump right in and open up the phone line. So be back in a second. Here's a great opportunity for you to get your weight up. Let's face it, our purchasing power and our currency has been destroyed in real time. That's why I'm excited to tell you about my partnership with Bullion Max. Bullion Max will ship gold and silver directly to your door for you to hold at your home or in your own safe. To help you get started, I worked out a special offer with them. Get Bullion Max Silver Starter Kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com slash RTD. This kit includes five of the most desirable silver products to invest in, including the American Silver Eagle and the Silver Australian Kangaroo. This offer is limited to one per household while supplies last, so get yours today and take advantage of this opportunity to get your weight up. Now, you can't just stop at getting your weight up. You also got to get your calories up because definitely a food shortage is underway between droughts, flooding, and all the climate issues being thrown our way. America's food supply is near its breaking point. That's why survival food is more important than ever. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots survival food kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking about 25 years super survival food. Hand-packed right in the family-owned facility in the USA. The kits are compact, sturdy, water-resistant. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. Go to 4patriots.com forward slash RTD to get your three-month survival kit. You'll get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus 10 free gifts and free shipping. To take advantage of this opportunity, go to 4patriots.com forward slash RTD to build your own stockpile today. Because beyond the weight, you're going to need your calories as well. Links in the description. All right, let's jump back into it. Um, So uh, here's something that caught my attention that... Uh, is a possible developing story because it will definitely lead to more volatility in the market. So here's something that came out from Zero Hedge this afternoon on discussions of sanctions. And so it says, U.S. in early discussions on sanctions against China to deter it from invading Taiwan, sources says. says, Taiwan lobbying EU to prepare possible sanctions packages against China. And says because sanctions clearly work. So we know they don't. They're a deliberate uh, attack against the people ultimately because it only comes back to bite us in the butt. But we had Russian sanctions, which started all this and escalated all this to the point where it might be a mighty cold winter in the EU. But then we have the EU as well as the U.S. discussing sanctions on China. They've been preparing for this. That's why they've minimized their risk and exposure to the U.S. markets as well as selling off treasuries. So the question would be, what type, of, what type of consequences will China look to roll out to the world? And my suspicion would be that uh, we're going to find out about uh, the next phase of this de-dollarization process immediately after Xi and Putin meet. I think it's next week, if I'm not mistaken. And so what I did see was uh, this will be President Xi, uh, first time leaving China since uh since the whole situation began 
And what's interesting is that the world has for pretty much laid to rest, questioning where the health situation first started, whether it was Wuhan or some laboratory. Of course, we all know that it was strategically done in coordination with all governments, but it just seems how it's just amazing how they sweep things on the rug just because it's time to move on to the next phase. So it says uh, China's G to meet Putin in first foreign trip since the pandemic. And so when they meet, good things happen for them. And so can this, could this sanction possibility coincide with them meeting? Uh, no coincidence is it's, everything is planned strategically. So just something we're paying attention and to make it even worse. Let me share something with you that, uh, we will also be finding out more about real soon. And then I'll open up the phone lines. Uh, I shared it on the, here we go. I shared it on the, on the telegram this morning. So make sure you guys plug in on telegram if you want to get stuff in real time. But uh, what I, I took it as a threat. I took this statement as a threat. So uh, earlier today, doing a whole little inflation, IR, whatever you call it, speech, he, he made a statement that to me got my ears tingling because I know or I've, I have suspicions of what that next phase of the next climate situation that they're going to roll out might be. And so um, if you got I'll put it's only 13 seconds, but basically I'll play it real quick so you guys can hear it. But let me know what you hear when you hear this guy basically make promises saying that. Give me one second. I'm up here doing too much. Give me a second. Make sure I'm good. Okay. So I'm going to play this real quick so you guys can hear this and then we'll talk about it and open the phone lines. I want to take the most aggressive action ever, ever, ever to confront the climate crisis and increase our energy security ever in the whole world. And that's not hyperbole. That's a fact. So he said he's going to take the most ever, 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 most whatever. He's going to address the climate situation, something like, wow, okay, how how he is he going to do something ever, ever, that's never, ever, ever, ever been done? I'm thinking like, hmm, <sighs> we've all suspected that there's a prob- probability, of course, using these extreme weather conditions that's all of a sudden come out of nowhere all at the same time as a way uh, of there probably be one, one big one coming sometime soon, who knows? And as a result of that, they re-upped the emergency, the national emergency executive side of things. So he could easily try to do something crazy in the form of executive order, lockdown, weather this situation, isolate a certain part of the country because of a weather event uh, that could be could, could, could take place. So you, you never know. But when you hear stuff like that, it makes my skin cringe because I, I know at the end of that, some evil, nothing good coming from these people at this point. But anyway, but this will probably take place all after the midterm sham. Uh, that's coming. So just uh, something to be aware for those that care. Okay, enough of me ranting. Let's open the phone lines. Uh, quick, I want to hear your thoughts real quick. Won't be much longer, but uh, let's try to get as many calls as we can as far as what you guys want to touch on. Lots of subjects or highlight at Rethinking a Dollar. Uh, uh, emergency executive order is not law, 100%. But then again, uh, apart from people getting out, protests and sharing their displeasure and that type of stuff, local governors, Councilmen, people like that tend to, you know, try to enforce it. Now we'll see if police and sheriffs, you know, try to enforce something as well. But at this current moment, I don't think uh, people will stand by and let that happen. So we will see. But once again, it's just suspicion. I just assume that, you know, those people think the worst in reference to what they're trying to accomplish all towards that great reset uh, agenda. Uh, low blood pressure says, Mike, time to go to Mexico. Mm, 
LBP, I got some I got some news on Mexico as well, man. Uh, let me share something with you real quick here. It looks like Claus and his boys are in Mexico as well. Let me share a little headline with you just to show you that there is not a single country that hasn't signed up to the World Economic Forum agenda uh, in some capacity. And ultimately, it's going to be a crackdown all the way around. Uh, let me just I'll translate the page here because it's in Spanish. So I'll translate this page so you can see what I see. But uh, along with this, so here's a translated version. It says, State Ministry of Economy signs a collaboration agreement with the Global Compact Mexico. Ultimately, spent, ultimately the UN's Agenda 2030 initiative. So says, under this agreement, compliance with 17 goals established in the Agenda 2030 of the Mexico Global will be promoted in collaboration with companies because of sustainability is a competitive necessity and allows them to be more profitable and resilient. So ultimately, the UN Agenda 2030 is going to be something they're going to start trying to enforce within Mexico. And that right there means some of the same policies and the things we see on our side. So... Uh, not, not surprising whatsoever there. But once again, it, it buys you time. It could buy time, no doubt. Okay, let's keep it moving. I got, I mean, said a lot of other things in the Telegram as well, stuff that I'm not going to touch on in reference to just more stuff coming out about that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that, man. Uh, yeah, and like I said, I try to cover a broad array of, broad array of variety of topics, rather. Not just, you know, folks on the dollar anymore or the monetary system, just because at this point we all know where we're at. If you haven't got your weight up and got your food and everything up and especially ammunition, because uh, there's some videos of, oh, man, the borders, oh, man, people coming in this country right now. They're literally coming in this country, open nilly willy, giving funds, giving housing, giving everything they need. But then again, they still are going to do damage to our country because they're literally when you let extreme radical slash gang members bring their drama to our country. Unfortunately, Americans or American citizens, North American citizens, U.S. citizens will be caught in a crossfire between foreign gang wars that is going to take place in the U.S. And so just let me share something with you real quick again. I, uh, Jose, uh, my, our guy from uh, Venezuela, you know, he tags me on Twitter with stuff coming out of Venezuela. And there's a there's large caravans, there has been, Large caravans of Venezuelans. Uh, copy post link up coming up out of Venezuela that uh, are basically bragging about how easy it was to get here and how it's not looking good for the U.S. Anyway, here's another one. Here's a little. So this is a, a video clip of a guy speaking in Spanish, basically talking about what's coming. And it's, and I put here, if we don't close our borders, the United States will uh, collapse. Here's a video of a Venezuelan bragging about how easy it is to get in. And then within this video here, the person translated says a rather unpleasant Venezuelan, surely a a follower of Chavismo, says that the border is full of criminals like him and that the United States will be finished in two years. So this is what this kid is saying, who is in our country. Then there's other videos of kids in New York. Man, man, man. So, yeah. okay, I'm leaving it at that. Anyway. Yeah. What else we got? The Russians are heavily armed. The Prussians are have guns. Yeah. And on top of that, the headlines we're hearing about Russia, Russia's backing out. They're retreating because they're losing. I'm like, you know, it's just amazing. The Western media, dog, they can't even lie straight. You know what I'm saying? Like who believes it apart from people who are not paying attention? 
Um, Carlos says, uh, keep your money out of the banking. Gold, silver, blackout, crypto coming soon to the end of years. Uh, seriously, till the end of years. Um, anything's possible. Definitely something's unfolding. We'll find out. But in the meantime, yeah, I, I'm going to try to focus more on the more positive things that people can do, i.e., continue to inform, share videos from your favorite content creators on subjects that will impact your loved ones so that they themselves can hopefully have a chance to to begin thinking for themselves, utilizing critical thinking, whatever that means at this current time. Uh, Tony B says, where economic form is only what you think they are. Uh, Think they are. Uh, Yeah. And so as of now, they are a well-orchestrated criminal entity that has public companies of the biggest, of the highest statutes, all tech companies, all Silicon Valley. You got China, you got all those other companies, every company that we, 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 we enjoy their software, hardware, tech or something like that. Usually they've signed up. Then you have maybe a hundred plus or so governments also signed up. You got pure evil and they're all reading it from a script. And the script is all about removing rights, privileges, and property and concentrated in the hand of a single entity of some kind with a single head, single leader. Mm, Sounds like some one world stuff to me, but it's nothing new. We've been told about this forever. It's even biblical. So hopefully they don't succeed, but eventually, regardless of how things play off, according to your spiritual beliefs, if you're a person that takes the Bible at, at face value, we know how revelations end and the actual one world government will not be as successful as the enemy would hope it would be because it because it comes with a time limit. So that's the good news. Everything we're experiencing in this evil scheme of theirs is temporary. It's, it's temporary. Uh, what is the results of the World Economic Forum so far? So far, depending on what part of the world you're located in, uh, I would imagine a lot of this energy narrative, the deliberate uh, attack with these sanctions and stuff like that, causing extreme energy bills, as well as the politicians that have openly pledged their allegiance to help build back better. And of course, all the resistance in between that. So uh, more destabilization. And and of course, it has led to a lack of confidence in government as well as everything in between, which is a good thing. So they they basically expose themselves. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Mike, Tony from Oakland. One more again, man. TV, what's going on, my man? How you doing? Doing well, dude. Doing well. Good, good. I, 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 I think that we're giving these guys too much credit. Again, okay. Okay. WEF has no power. They're, they're, they're no a doubt. dog with no bite. No doubt. The Fed always mm-hmm. run from behind and tell you that they've done something and everybody tends to believe it. Mm-hmm. If you give me a 1%, that's still going to put me behind the inflation. Mm-hmm. Right. So you, you can't that you're doing something if you if you leading from behind. Right. So we just need to... We need to just cut out the Fed mm-hmm. and make them irrelevant like they are right. and just move on with our lives, man. Turn off that TV. No doubt. No doubt. And, and so beyond that, you know, you can cut the TV off and you can not necessarily deny or ignore, but depending on what line of work you're in, depending on how, you know, the income flows or don't flow, your landlord raised prices, you know, the disposable income ain't what it used to be, unemployment. So all the things that they're accomplishing to disrupt people's lives is still present and it's just the beginning of what they're trying to do. So you mentioned about, you know, what have they done? 
the mess we're in now is a result of their plans. Like the whole health situation was not, you know, that was a part of their plan as well. Wouldn't you say, or, or what? No, no, no. they, they had to, they had to shut everything down in order to get uh, money into the uh, alleged money into the economy. Yeah. But you know, it's just a hiccup. There's, there's evans and flows, there's ups, there's downs all through this, uh, the the monetary system. And that's all we'll be experiencing. So there won't be no crash. Right. It's just, you know, like today, everybody say, Oh, this ain't the one, this ain't the one. But Six years ago, you would have said if the markets drops a thousand dollars, we're oh, it's over, it's over, yeah. it's over. <laughs> right? It's over. So you know, we 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 got to calm ourselves, right? Put our back into position, right? And and stay prayed up. Oh, hundred percent, man. Like uh, I mentioned today, today was just a tremor. Like literally, just just you know, one point six trillion out of forty eight trillion is is, is is pennies in comparison to what could be if they decide to uh, flip the switch. So I don't think it's coming no, on time no, soon. No, no. What? What's that? I won't push back. I'll push back. Okay. Um. Looking to invest? Start your journey by exploring exchange-traded funds with GlobalX ETFs. Exchange-traded funds, or ETFs for short, create baskets of stocks, bonds, and other assets that you can buy in a single trade. GlobalX specializes in ETFs that track emerging trends, like the rise of artificial intelligence, as well as strategies aimed to generate income potential. Visit GlobalXETFs.com to discover how you can get started. A high dollar, would you agree that it's no good for any country? Correct. Even 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 okay. even US even US companies. Correct. 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 Right. So a low dollar benefits who? It benefits us. Or US no. businesses. US businesses. No, it does not benefit us. A high dollar crushes everybody. Mm-hmm. A high dollar a low dollar crushes only the United States. Everybody else's goods gets cheaper. Yeah. Okay. And they make money. So everybody is talking about a crash. The crash should have happened on the top of the dollar milkshake, mm-hmm. not when the dollar milkshakes get, get get down to 80, 85. Everybody's going to be yucking it up at that. It's like, oh, wow, we got the cheap dollar now. Yeah. So that, that's what they need. So there, there won't be a crash until it gets to 100, 130, which mm. I, it could do. Yeah. Uh, could be, nobody has control of the dollar. There is Correct. no control of the dollar. Correct. You can't tell me how many dollars over in the euro market. Right. You can't tell me how, how they're controlling the dollar here. They they can't even control the bond market. If they could control it, they would do it. Right. And and, and a, a good portion of the dollar strength is because of the rest of the world around us deteriorating at a much faster clip because their currency, they don't have the reserve currency. So as long as those countries continue to, de- to deteriorate, that only strengthens the Dixie or the dollar trade weighted basket of, do- of currencies to where that get, buys us more time. So I can, it, it gives us more time for sure until, because once and, again, and it pays off our debt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we still run We still run in deficits though. So it's not like, you know, it, you know, those, those, it's not going anywhere. It might just be shifting a little bit, but it's not going anywhere. Mike, as, as long as the U S is, is raising their debt, mm-hmm. it's good for everybody. And I think so I, I, I'm not sure, but I did see a post. I think it was a Luke Groman interview or something like that, where they were talking about how uh, there are no buyers for U.S. debt at this current moment. So they're basically the Federal Reserve, U.S. government and their entities are basically laundering U.S. treasuries amongst themselves, creating that fake illusion of value. So I, I think there will be a separation of the system before something breaks. So. 
is it do you think it's a possibility that there's an announcement from the east that there's an alternative out there now that people can consider which could also cause problems in the current dollar hegemony scheme of things or, or no no because there're still people there there the dollar is, is the dollar and it's a reserve currency mm-hmm. until it's not the reserve currency they're going to there are people out there and there are countries out there that need that and will continue to buy treasuries but why but here's the thing but why there will come a because point where got- they will not have to or they will choose not to especially if they sign up you know if Saudi Arabia Turkey Egypt Argentina if those five or six nations decide to join the BRICS next month or next year and they do stuff amongst their own currencies or a single currency out of that unit there, why would they have to buy, you know, U.S. liabilities anymore? What would you what would they have as far as collateral? Natural resources or of some kind or by by then they might end up finding a way to unload whatever remaining treasuries they have to get some dollars to then buy gold and then use gold as the form of a. Of an anchor as well. So most all those nations got some form of they got a, a smidgen of gold that allows them to sit down at the table and have a discussion uh, for their financial futures if they choose to. But you know, I, I could be wishful thinking. <laughs> and, and that's, man, I've been wanting to push back so, long, so hard so often. That's the other pushback. When when you hear that they they're they're purchasing gold or they're buying gold, mm-hmm. and all oh, the Comex is, is is running low on this and that and the other, mm-hmm. they're buying gold because they can't get enough dollars. They use that gold in right. order to convert in dollars for their countries, right. not because they they they're trying to hold on to the gold, hold on to the gold. No, they're 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 hurting because of high dollar. Yeah. So countries are using their gold in order to to uh, get dollars. Right. Uh, that's that's fact. Right. I I can I can agree with that as well because obviously it just shows that gold is a currency, and I would imagine at some point they're going to be trying to get back into that market of some capacity or use their natural resources of whatever kind they have within that country to bring it to the table as an asset. So, but well, hey, man. Well, that Go ahead. only in a deflationary state. Oh, yeah. uh, right now, it's an inflationary state, and they're using their gold in order to in order to um, to, to to get dollars. Mm-hmm. Deflationary state, they'll they'll use that gold. I mean, go go goes both ways. Right. It's not a, just one one way only. It's, right. It goes both ways. In a deflationary state, they'll use that gold to purchase a lot more in, with a low dollar. Right. That's where we at. Right. I can but run with we, that, man. I can run with there's that. There's no way we're there. We can, we, there's no way that we're, that we're there, though. No, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. We got some time. So we do got time. So I, I'm not, like, you know, overselling or over-promoting, like, you know, the world coming to an end. No, we got time, you know, because we because the reserve currency gives us more time, which the goal is to use this time wisely to try to help people realize the, what's at stake if they don't realize that uh, everything they think is theirs, if it's in this system and digits and paper. Eh, eh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. The world will be at when that happens. Huh? The world will be at the end when that happens. <laughs> hey, man, appreciate you calling as always. <laughs> be good. <laughs> Later. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Um, yeah, so I, I did mention a moment ago, uh, Putin and G, when they meet at the SCO meeting next week, uh, there will be some some form of announcement. You better believe that. You know, they never come to they They never go through all the trouble of meeting and shaking hands. And don't leave with some type of agreement. So, uh, and speaking of which, if you haven't already, hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. Hopefully, more people are notified, and uh, we can uh, hopefully reach more people just to give them the good news in a variety of forms. The Brick Nations are giving competition too. 
no doubt. What else we got here? So feel free to throw out a thought, idea, suggestion in the chat. We'll jump on it. Share your two cents. Also, in your neck of the woods, what are you experiencing? What are you witnessing? Any 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 positives? Any negatives out there? Let me know what's what's happening with the housing market in your neck of the woods, or you know, any empty shelves, or bring it to the table. Um, XRP to the moon. Watch bricks. Watch ripple. XRP is XRP is the chosen coin. We all know that. You know, Claus Swab definitely picks a good group of you know he picks a good team. <laughs> uh, uh, let me see here. Keep it going. Soon to be not the world reserve currency. Yeah, um, just uh, just the fact that the words, or not the words, but we've witnessed gold. Excuse me been mentioned again in the in the mainstream news steadily lets us know what what's real and what's not uh vince says wealth will soon be food water and fuel only yeah i can agree with that man and then speaking of which i did see somebody in the chat mention the railroad situation let me find out uh today's news to see what jumped off Railroad strike and economic damage would cause close would so I mean nothing nothing new is popping off real quick, but uh railroad strike and uh, economic uh and the economic damage would cause uh looms closer. So and that's it. So if the strike situation plays out the way that I'm assuming the orchestrator of, the, of this experience would like to see happen, that definitely will weigh he- negatively on uh the markets as well as impact prices at the pump this winter like yellen said that we should be concerned with so that's definitely a probability mike we're all going to win regardless if we hold xrp or go to silver for sure i can ride with that i can ride with that and that's where it's like when it comes to and, and that's where you know persistence of resistance i don't want to make it seem as if like i'm you know anti this anti that no it's it's whatever works best for you whatever you believe in whatever you you know you ready to ride out with you know do that i just want to make sure i question everything and try not to leave no stone unturned in reference to uh looking at everything with that eye of skepticism of like you know okay why does this sound too good to be true and i literally try to dig and find things to just shine light on stuff just because i know a lot of people including myself can you know fall for the bait of something that looks good sounds good and it appears good but i also realize that in this current environment everything is artificial there's nothing real that we're looking at right now everything is being strategically planned by somebody and it's being sold to us through the mainstream news like the the real truth of what's going on doesn't make mainstream news there's you know those really good journalists out there those really good people that's on the ground on a boot you know, boots on the ground in ukraine to show people clubbing over in kiev rather than the media telling us that they got troops everywhere you know what i'm saying there's those people who got cameras on the ground in china that shows that they got actors over there in certain regions you know what i'm saying like it so for whatever that's worth uh i just want people to you know have some options that's all i'd be cool with having options like prior to the 70s for the most part uh, we had multiple forms of currency to use in this country. We had United States notes. We had Federal Reserve notes. We had uh, you know, gold, silver circulation prior to, you know, 33 and 74. But 
I'm sorry, 65 for silver. So, you know, at, at one point in early before the Great Depression, I calculated there was, I think, six or seven different forms of currency that people could use uh, as a way of exchanging. And everybody during our time frame knew that gold and silver were money and everything else were just claims because that's why the note said could be redeemed. That's why, you know, I like to keep my little props here. But here we got a silver certificate. At the very bottom, it says this note is redeemable for silver. Like only the last generation of people not realizing what gold and silver is and that everything else is just claims to it. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. It's a little blood pressure. Corpus Christi. How's it going? LBP. Doing good, my friend. Good, good. Hey, look, man. I don't I don't think the market's going to crash, Mike. I think it's going to hyperinflate. You're gonna see. Uh, so where where that uh, where are those funds gonna come from? You know, what do you think is gonna drive it to those astronomical Venezuela, Zimbabwe type figures? Will, will it be the Fed pivoting and like just QE until they hyperinflate? Is that what you're seeing or thinking? I think that that's what I think, Mike. I think they're just they're gonna stop even reporting all that stuff. They're just gonna put it in hyperdrive and just keep you know print, 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 print. So like, you know, so, so we're both speaking Shona, you know? Yeah. And so that, that's definitely a probability, man. But one reason I would say that that's not likely is because if they continue to, you know, ease or start easing in the form of juice in the markets, it's going to give everyone that illusion of wealth. So house valuations, you know, wherever you at now, double it next year. Like that's how sick it'd be. People are like, oh, my net worth is, you know, just stock portfolio. Oh, oh, oh. All along, their currency is losing purchasing power. And how will they then issue in a CBDC, which is a part of that agenda to own nothing? So I think they would rather everybody lose everything and depend upon them so that they can be the issuer of our rights, privileges, food and stuff like that. So how do we get to that desperation point? If everybody has an illusion that everything's hunky and dory, you know, we're rich as ever, but yet, you know, we got stagflation where stuff on the shelves are going up in proportion to my pay, going up in proportion to my house valuation to where I got to take, keep taking equity out of my house just to eat, you know, so, <laughs> while also Russia and China, they're not sitting around and just going to let them just inflate the dollar away and not do something about that. So, you know, it's, it's just hard to think they could get away with this for another decade, you know, so something's going to give before the end. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still think hyperinflation is the only way they, they could go, Mike. It's mm-hmm. never gone any other way. Which is it's never which, deflated. To- right. And it, it, doesn't it make it a great time to have a global great reset, like they said, where all central banks are trying to hike up until something breaks and then they all come in with a CBD? Let me see what I'm saying. Like they're doing this together. It's just not the US, though. You know what I'm saying? We happen to be the last one yeah. of the best, best shirt out of a dirty basket of laundry, but. They're doing it together. All 160 some countries, maybe three, I think two or three countries right now are still in QE. China, uh, another one or two countries in QE. All the rest of them trying to tighten right now. They're all raising interest rates. So that's coordinated. Like that lets me know that what they're going to throw our way at some point will not be what we would typically typically expect based upon prior prior performances. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a gamble, of course. They don't know what the hell they're doing. But I think they want more pain before pleasure, and like letting the markets run rampant to all-time highs again, you know that that gives people too much excitement, and 
Yeah, I don't think they want they don't want to see smiles on people's faces, man. That's my thing. I, that's what I believe. Yeah, but look, Mike, when the market goes to all time highs and, and a cup of sugar is, you know, ten times its all time high. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I mean? It's it's gonna be relative. Right. <laughs> look, the C B D C the C B D C's not gonna work, Mike. Yeah. When when the dollar collapses, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna trust anything, Mike. We're gonna be we're gonna be uh trading in, in, in you know, in coffee or sugar or salt <laughs> or, or gold and silver. Nothing's gonna work after that. They're not gonna be able to convince us of anything. Right. I I can ride with that, man. So it's just a matter of time. But you know, I like to just look at all my options. You know, what I'm saying like and just enjoy today, as I say, enjoy the day while you got it, because you never know what tomorrow brings, man. But hey, that's true. Well, can I say one more thing? Go, go ahead. Thing, go, ahead. Mike. go ahead. Look, look, look. It's, uh, I've been studying the shemitah. You know, like mm-hmm. the, the 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 Jewish New Year. Yeah. That all debts are forgiven, and there's a gentleman on there. He was talking about. It was a rabbi. He's talking about when your money is deposited in a bank, it's a loan to the bank so that that money could be erased according to their religious beliefs, you yeah, know? Yeah. Well, according to what he said, I'm not saying all Jewish people believe this. Right. But since you let the bank borrow money and they bail you in, mm-hmm. it's on you, you know? Right. 100%. So I don't know. I'd be, I'd be careful out there, Mike. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you, man. Uh, thanks for sharing that. As always, good to hear from you, my friend. All right, Mike. Have a good night. Thanks. Good stuff. Uh, So I see some thoughts out there. Uh, Let me see. Let me jump on. It says, what might happen on September 24th? So I I see a lot of people talking about September 24th and beyond um, that Pope warning saying, you know, have all Vatican assets back to our, you know, bank by September 30th or October 1st. That's one thing that people are like to, excuse me, like to use. And the other reason for 24th, I'm not sure exactly, but then you got the, you know, Shemitah stuff that people are talking about as well. So uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I've always been leery of people who give dates and time frames, even like Bo Pony. You know, he might be accurate on a market, you know, tremor within a certain month or two and then like to take credit saying that, oh, I was right. Oh, you know, overlaying God's Bible time frames on this. Like, you know, yeah, I was watching him the other day on Greg Hunter. He was talking about, you know, the seal's been open and the, the third horse. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm just like, I'm just, yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'll leave it alone. I just can't see that. So anyway, I, I'll, I'll stay away from times and dates just because who knows? I, I, I think the people who are trying to orchestrate this, they're not even in sync like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we know that there's forces behind all this, but I don't think they're in sync like that because they're pivoting. And, and another, another uh, reason I say, I believe they're scrambling. Let me share something else with you real quick. Uh, there is, I mean, what is it? I got another article here. Uh, maybe I don't. Anyway, there's recently, uh, Mike Lindell, the pillows guy. It looks like the FBI caught him up at a Hardee's and hijacked him for his phone. And so there's still that witch hunt for anything to do with, uh, anything to do with Trump. And so definitely, uh, either it's a cat and mouse show or they, they meaning the liberal left and the globalists perhaps might be concerned at some unforeseen surprises coming from the Trump side of things. So here's an article, a little headline says breaking FBI agents just surrounded Mike Lindell and executed a search warrant seizing his cell phone. So for whatever that's worth, but I'm seeing more and more articles where uh, I think it was a congressman mentioned that either 50 50 uh trump supporters or 50 or something or another uh was what you call it 
Let me give me one second. Got too much going on here. Is shoot. Let me close this window. Uh, man, too much stuff. Anyway, get this call. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Yeah, Mike Steve from Region Nine. Steve, how you doing, my friend? Good, good. What's going hey, on with you? Hey, watch the, uh, I watched the video, not the video, but I watched a little news conference uh, mm-hmm. that the little White House gave. Yeah. I forgot the young lady's name, uh, the, the sister with the, with the crazy hair. I don't know her name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, there was a reporter toward the end of the uh, interview or question. Uh, the reporter asked her several times, mm-hmm. hey, you know, the railroad thing has been going on for a while now, and... You know, this is this is getting to the end of the week, and mm-hmm. this is when this thing is going to occur. Is Biden going to uh, put a stop to this or do anything about it? And mm-hmm. the young lady danced, or she danced around the whole issue. She, she all she all she kept saying was, "Well, they're going to negotiate in good faith," and she just kept repeating that. And mm-hmm. and the report and the and the reporter hit her up again and said, "Yeah, I understand that they're negotiating." Mm-hmm. Tomorrow rolls around. Yeah. Thursday rolls around. Is Biden going to step in? And she, she went back to that same answer again. Mm. Well, everybody's been in negotiating good faith and blah blah blah. And and we and we have we're looking at trucks and everything else in case it does happen. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so man. anyway. So anyway, but. I know, I know. It was a song and dance. So, yeah. so to me, that was a no. To me, that was a no. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's one that, of the things where we I can't, I, I can't really speak on that right now, just because we got our own agenda behind that. But we'll see how things play out. And yeah, keep it politically correct. That's all they do. She just be, oh man, she's in, yeah. That oh, that chick pisses me off. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's the way the way I read it. Hey, anyway, too, I, I I put a video in there. Uh, it was from uh, earlier today, mm-hmm. uh, and it was regarding the, the railroad strike. Um, so if you can drop that into the guys, go ahead and drop it in. But, um, but it was regarding the railroad strike, but it was also talking about, um, it was also talking about FedEx and UPS mm-hmm. are having issues. Yeah. Probably going to be coming up and don't, and don't forget that the, um, the longshoremen, um, on the West coast have been working without a contract this year. Yeah. Mm. So that. So, so all of that stuff is, is coming to a head. Right. Uh, so I guess we'll, we'll see what we'll see what's going on after that. Yeah. See. Well, yeah, it's it's, anyway. it's definitely it, all that all this contract union stuff coming to ahead at the same time just spells trouble. Like the chance of all that stuff being worked out in a way where it's productive and can, you know people are able to get things signed and move forward. It's just not likely. It just seems like something's gonna fall apart. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, they they want it to fall apart. You know, we yeah, we we, we yeah, we certainly um, we certainly know that. I don't think he's going to do anything. Right. It, it just the closer it gets, it it's it's like why would you wait till yeah. Wednesday, Thursday to right. even step in? It tells me you're not going to step in at all. Right. Hey. Um, but, but hey, keep us posted, man. We'll Appreciate all right, you, we'll man. Do. Hey, and, and, yeah. And also check check your check your email. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Gives you a better picture of 
what I was talking about with the snake and where the head is yeah. on it. <laughs> so I got I got on the screen here the uh, right. So I, yeah. I looked at the difference between the old coin and how the hair was smooth along his face, and now they decided to ruffle it up right around the ear area, which of course is not by accident. Yeah, just, yeah, now, now you see, you see how you see how that's going down the the, the back of his ear, yeah. and it's going down to his neck. Yeah, you, you see that look, that part that looks kind of a little bit uh, the, the lighter color area. Mm -hmm. oh, now, now just kind of sit back and look at the picture. Not, <laughs> doesn't that look like a snake to you? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and it, it even has it even has even have the eye on it too. I mean, <laughs> that, and that's a, that's fine detail. Like you literally, when you're carving out, carving those whatever to stamp out, you got to do all those cross sideways like little marks into the the clay or whatever intentionally. Like you you know you're like you. So why not go with the go down smooth smooth? Make George hair smooth. Why you got to ruffle up right there? Like make George you know, messing up George's hairdo right there. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're putting something in there. <laughs> I know. It, yeah, all that stuff. All that stuff's intentional. I, I'm curious to see what the what is the community saying about that coin or, or whatever. So, so one thing uh, I did notice is that that coin is one of I think five different coins dedicated towards the the woke culture we're in, where all five have a back with a female on it of a historic figure. We got the one you showed last night with the astronaut. Then we got Maya Angelou. We got. Two or three other people, so that's the that's the addition to commemorate, you know, women who've had an impact on our country type of thing. So those are like limited edition. I think I'm not sure if they're going to truly circulate because they might be uh, uncirculated for collector sense. So, but they are done strategically uh, for that. I think that's what I kind of noticed earlier. Oh, well, I didn't even I didn't even I didn't even know about the other coins either. So I I have to sit down and take a peek at those too. Uh, to, to see if there's anything yeah. on them. I, I, what's funny is I, I looked at those, I zoomed into those other ones too to see if I could see something, but you know, my eyes, I just, you know, unless you, unless you intentionally go looking for stuff like that, it just flies right over, man. So I'll leave that to you. Let me know if you see something. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. Appreciate you. Good evening. Be good. Later. <laughs> yeah, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, man, what another good episode. Anyway, people, uh, we're about that hour point, man. I appreciate everybody for blessing me with your presence. I've uh, got about 200 or so people here. If you have not, hit that thumbs up button. Show your love for the channel. Hopefully more people are plugged in. And uh, definitely hit that bell notification. So hopefully you are notified when we go live. Uh, you know, I would like to try to connect more just so I can cover more stories just because there's so much stuff happening. That's why I just put it on Telegram. Put it on Telegram, let you guys, you know, see there as well on Twitter. So I don't got the Discord no more. So make sure you connect rtlocals.com as well so I, I post up there as well so anyway uh be blessed be safe enjoy the rest of your day or night wherever you might be at and uh, make sure you click the link in the description connect with us on all these platforms here because it's good to say that uh, your other favorite content creators are there as well so make sure you stay plugged in with them anybody that speaks truth make sure you uh help share and spread their message so if you haven't take this video share it on your socials as well so hopefully more people are plugged in so we can get more people uh, a chance to let their voice be heard because it's all about you people. Anyway, be blessed, be safe. See you guys tomorrow. Lord willing. Peace.